Well, hello everybody. My name is Jonathan Chan. I'm so, so glad that you can join me today for our first IMCO of 2022. Happy New Year! So glad that you can join me today uh, for our first IMCO of 2022. Just to uh, give those who may be seeing this for the first time that this may be your first IMCO. IMCO basically is an acronym for In My Christian Opinion. It's for me, Jonathan Chan of Company Disciples, to offer you, the public, my Christian opinion on what topped the news, the local news, or even the news abroad, this past week. And what I mean by topping the news is what received the most hits, what received the most Google searches, uh, what was prevalent on the radio, etc, etc. Or even, for that matter, uh, what Bill Good was talking about in his one-minute spiels on News 11.30. But regardless, it's basically, IMCO means, in my Christian opinion, on what topped the news this past week. Opinions or reflections, of course. So, let's begin. What topped the news this past week? Well, it, again, it's COVID. Uh, it seems like COVID has been going on for a long time and that the never, the battle seems to be never ending. Uh, there's like, I was watching Colbert's, Stephen Colbert's Late Show the other day, and he was describing how there are moments of hope, then there's a moments of despair, then there's moments of hope, and then there's moments of despair. What did he mean by that? Well, there was COVID initially in 2020, there was uh, despair. Then the vaccines came and there was a lot of hope. In the summer, uh, cases were down and things started to look up. Then Delta came, uh, the Delta variant, and then things went into despair again because the Delta was, uh, was more, the spread was more rapid and uh, the effects were more harmful. And then it came back up and because the vaccines seemed to work. The double vaccination, those folks who are double vaccinated, like myself, it seemed to provide enough protection against Delta. And unfortunately, it does not provide enough protection for those who are not vaccinated beyond the point. Uh, we've talked a lot about the anti-vaxxers and those who are not, do not want to be vaccinated. That's enough. We'll move on from there. There was a lot of hope because the vaccines created uh, this protection and people were sure of themselves. So economies and uh, started opening up, uh, meaning restaurants started to open up. We had um, gyms opening up. My daughter was able to play basketball again inside the gym. You know, sports leagues were starting to get a little bit more free. People started to have some hope, right? Uh, and churches started to gather in person again in full capacity. And then, not too long ago, Omicron came. Uh, and man, that just took the cake. And we are now what you call in despair again, where now everyone needs, and just recently, just now actually, uh, our prime minister recommends everyone to get their booster shot. I got my booster uh, just before Christmas. Uh, I was thankful. I'm very thankful for that because uh, um, I guess... Having double vax with AstraZeneca, I was put on a priority list. And man, the, the people who gave, who administered the booster were like the nicest people ever. So 
Uh, I'm thankful for the booster shot and hopefully I, for those folks out there who are watching this are awaiting their booster shot, well, hopefully you'll get it soon as well. And also for those who may have caught COVID um, in the midst of things and are at home, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're recovering well. Uh, please let me know if you would like me to keep you in my prayers. I would like to pray with you throughout your journey. Uh, hopefully you will recover soon. And um, and so what's my point here today? Well, COVID is still the news topper of the day. But what really topped the news in relation to COVID this past week was all these protocols uh, being in place again uh, with Ontario, uh, yeah, yeah, make it uh, reinstating, that's what I'm trying to say, reinstating the lockdowns and uh, curfews in Quebec. Oh, and by the way, Quebec, uh, in case you don't know, just recently they want to now put a health tax on people who are not vaccinated. And so it's getting extreme. And so there are a bit, uh, so Ontario is putting on lockdowns and, and stricter protocols. Quebec, the Maritimes, and then uh, I think Saskatchewan and Manitoba are now doing it in Alberta. And interestingly enough, our own province of BC did not. <clears throat> they did not put out new protocols or reinstated any lockdowns. In fact, they didn't give any. And uh, I think one of the quotes that came from the article from Bonnie Henry, one of the news articles quoted Bonnie Henry saying that uh, Bonnie Henry, Dr. Bonnie Henry just said, I'm fed up. I, I don't want to do protocols anymore. That's not my job. I do not want to do any more protocols. And that really raised a lot of eyebrows. Now, for those of you who may not know what I'm talking about here, I'm going to give you a reference of a news article as an as one of the examples for you to reference. So she's basically said no to protocols. And a lot of the news reporters and the media, they were, they were just raising their eyebrow going, wait a minute, why are you not giving us any more protocols? Because everybody else is doing it. And, and so she's been criticized for it. And she's been criticized even more so recently of the lack of clarity, the lack of direction with regards to how long you should stay in isolation or should you get tested or where are our rapid tests effective and where do we get our rapid tests? And if a child under 12 catches COVID and he, this child only has one vaccine with the only first shot, how long are they supposed to stay and how long are the parents supposed to stay? And if the parents are double vaxxed, how long are they supposed to say five or 10 days? There's not enough clarity with regards to that. And so there's this yearning. What topped the news I felt was more like this tone, this yearning, this theme of yearning for clarity, the yearning for if this, then what? Or yes or no type of thing, if you know what I mean. The public seems to me desire clarity in terms of absolutes. It's almost like they need, we all need this binary yes and no type of clarity now again, or I shouldn't say again, right now. Uh, what I mean by again is because we did have this period of desire for absolutes back in the enlightenment period, but you know, for some of you who are not history buffs, I wouldn't even be using that metaphor anymore. So 
we're we are in this phase interesting time of period in in our in our covid journey where it seems like a lot of the public majority of the public desire clarity desire the yes and no that i can do this i cannot do this hence such a demand for the rapid tests right uh whether it be a green light or a red light now i've been hearing a lot of that lately of green light red light can i go out or can i not go out or should i stay or should i go or um it's this whole dynamic that's turned into this absolute, the desire for absolutes. And back to Bonnie Henry's, Dr. Bonnie Henry's um, hesitancy of distributing protocols. The reason why a lot of the uh, general public is raising their eyebrows and criticizing her for it is that one of the articles is telling about Dr. Bonnie Henry that, are you kidding me? Don't give so much the benefit of doubt to the general public. Because now the general public has no clue what's right and wrong and what to do. Because Dr. Bonnie Henry said that we as adults should know better. We should be able to, we have enough guidance, protocols. We know what we need to do. Wash our hands, put on our mask. If, we're, if we show symptoms, stay away. Don't, get, don't, uh, um, don't uh, party and don't uh, have crowded meetings. But, the media criticizes her, or more like respond to her and saying, Dr. Bonnie Henry, I don't th think, I think you are giving the public too much of a benefit of a doubt. And here's what, I, here's what they mean. Because two days after this um, article, this came out of, uh, onto the news. This is a bunch of uh, social influencers, meaning uh, the unemployed, and what they did was they booked a charter flight on this airline called Sunwing, and they were heading to Mexico. But if you could see here, they're not there. There's no masks. It's a crowded plane. One of them is vaping right here, and they're just parting it up, totally disobeying protocols and common sense for that matter. And of course, uh, um, the media has basically said, Dr. Bonnie Henry, look, uh, I think you're giving us human beings way too much of a benefit of a doubt because clearly we have no clue what is right and wrong and what we need to do that is right. And uh, so there's that dilemma, right, of do you want to go that route like Ontario and Quebec where uh, the, the government has no trust in the public to behave like adults? Or do you, we go on the other side of the pendulum swing like uh, us in BC and say, we can and we're sane and we're rational, we will behave like adults. And again, it's again, almost like this whole need and desire for clarity and for absolutes. And so let's go into that whole idea absolute since we are, uh, I am anyway, uh, a religious person, uh, particularly in Christianity. So let's delve into this whole idea of absolutes. And maybe I could shed some of my own opinion on, the, on this whole idea of absolutes or just more like my reflections. So let's move on to my takeaways. All right, so it's clear. Uh, at our current point in our history right now, it seems, it appears to me, and it seems to me anyway, that there is this humongous need for clarity, for absolutes, yes or no, green or red. And so uh, 
to re in my reflection, I go, hmm, that's interesting because we've been pushing very hard before COVID and during COVID maybe of being able to be open, to be able to see the gray, not necessarily the black and white, but the gray, the various spectrum, if you remember, like that, that word has been overused, but, you know, to embrace diversity and variety and just trying to figure things out. Like there's not much of a need for absolutes, right? Uh, we were pushing for uh, the just the whole idea of conversation, of having discussion, of capturing all the nuances and the, vari the varietals of humanity. But now we seem to appear when push comes to shove, when things are in crisis, we just say, forget it. <laughs> no more of that varietals, no more of that spectrum, no more of that um, conversation about just figuring things out. We need certainty right now. We need absolutes right now. And so it's interesting when we need them, right? When do we need absolutes is when we are faced with a crisis, when we are faced with COVID or when we're faced with some catastrophe or even like the floods, for instance, um, when we had our floods in Chilliwack and Abbotsford and various parts of BC, they, people wanted absolutes. People wanted certainty. Are you going to come? When will these things get fixed? Do you have a specific date? Or what is the exact number on that dollars of that budget? No one was cared too much about conversation. No one really cared about having debates. People just wanted things right away, clear and simple. Interesting, right? Our need for absolutes comes when there's a crisis. Number two, also during a time of crisis, there's a need for linear instruction and reasoning. It's what I mean by that is the if then. So if I'm tested and it shows positive, then I do not go out. But if I show negative, it means that I can go out. Oh, wait a minute. Not necessarily because these rapid tests does not show the negative, does not prove negative. It proves positive. What it means is even if you test negative, yet you have symptoms, you still cannot go out. You need to isolate. And if you do test positive, well, that's pretty much red light, but it does not mean when you test negative it means green light. And that's nebulous, right? I've been uh, looking at the listening to news and listening to people out there uh, taking these rapid tests. Their whole intent for these rapid tests is to just provide them with a green light and red light. No one wants to hear about yellow lights, about warning. No, they want clarity. They want certainty. And so that's why they take these rapid tests, not because of um, just for the sake of proving positive. No, they wanted to know whether I can go out or not. So it's interesting uh, that in a time of crisis and in time of catastrophe, we desire, we do fall back to the need for linear instructions. If I do this, then this happens. If I do this, then this happens. And linear reasoning. The whole logic of it is linear. No longer of conversation, no longer of debate, no longer of discussing the other aspects and trying to just explore different angles. No, <laughs> screw that, people would say. Just give me the linear logics. And number three, 
uh, I've noticed, and I don't know about you, but uh, if we are not given those linear, then uh, we have uh, we could we experience anger, anxiety, frustration, depression. When people say when our health experts and our health authorities and our governments tell us to continue to trust and have faith in the science, well, it's kind of hard for us to trust in something that keeps changing its mind, that keeps mutating, that keeps evolving and changing and to have different directions. Case in point, the five to 10 to 14 days. Why is it always changing? Why do some people recommend this and the others? Why does the CDC here conflicts with the BC Health Authority here? Why do are their messages different? Shouldn't they be the same? So uh, the, for not being able to provide the absolutes, the linear instructions, you could tell, and I don't know if you've noticed, but the general public is now frustrated, have anxiety, anger, and depression. Uh, kids, look at us parents. We, don't, we are right now putting our children back in in-person learning. Some say it's good for them mentally, and of course it is, but some say it's dangerous. So what is it? And what should we choose over which way? And so uh, not providing that it creates anxiety, anger, and frustration, which is interesting, again, because uh, I recall in this study that the reason why, oh, they theorize, and I think uh, it's almost to a point of being factual, there's, this, there's many studies that have shown that when children do not have clarity and given too many choices, that they are more, that their anxiety levels increase and they are more prone to have emotional distress, whether it be anger, depression, or anxiety, which is interesting. It's our human nature, the need for absolutes and linear instructions ever since we were children. All right, let's conclude. So my Christian opinion. I wonder then, can Christianity provide the absolutes, the linear instructions, and the reasoning that humanity needs? And what does it look like? Because even in the Christian realm, there's been debates of topics such as did Noah's Ark exist or how did, like or even communion what happens in communion or who is God etc 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 so can Christianity provide absolutes are there absolutes that are non-debatable that and linear instructions that Christianity can provide for some for some comfort for humanity to fulfill some of humanity's desires for absolutes and linear instruction? Um, maybe. Uh, for me as a Christian, I could name two. And uh, the two absolutes. Okay, actually, uh, yes. One is the linear instruction. Jesus basically said, if you believe in me, you'll be saved. Now, uh, saved from yourself, basically. Saved from eternal uh, not eternal damage, there's no such thing, but for death, like I uh, say, from the consequences of our own sin. Okay, 
So there's that linear instruction that Christianity provides. And one absolute is that Jesus is God. Jesus is God. So Jesus is God. And if you believe in Jesus, you'll be saved. Good. Those are non-debatables. But I wonder if Christianity needs to provide more. To provide more uh, non-debatable. To provide more absolute and linear instruction. Or it shouldn't. And or should it have both? Both some and some that are not. And that's, I don't have an answer for that. And I, I, but I do know that as a pastor and as, and for those folks who may be listening and watching this and who may also be Christian and attend churches, we all know that Christianity needs to be relevant for today. And if there is this need for clarity, for absolutes, for linear instruction now at this moment in history, how should Christianity provide it? I have two absolutes that I depend on, which is Jesus is God, and if you believe in Jesus, you are saved. But is that enough to fulfill the needs of, of what it needs for today? Or there needs to be further absolutes, more absolutes, more linear instruction for the public to, so that Christianity can be relevant and for everyone and for the times that we are in. So I don't have that question right now, uh, that answer right now. That's my reflection right now. That's my ponderings right now and my ruminations. But if you want to journey with me in this, feel free to chime me by emailing me or going through my website and contact me. I would love to hear your thoughts as well. What do should Christianity provide more absolutes and more linear instruction, or it shouldn't, and or it's it's happy as it the way it is, uh, or is there another way to be relevant and provide the, that? Or fulfill that need of absolutes by the public? Is there a way to meet them there and uh, and provide care for the public who desire the clarity, the absolutes, and the linear instruction? Anyways, that's my Christian opinion for this week. Till next Wednesday, same time, same place. Uh, hope you have a blessed week and have a wonderful weekend as well. Talk to you later.